Hey folks, welcome to Paths to Restoration. I'm Ed Szeski, the author of Reconnect, Spiritual Restoration from Digital Distraction. And this is another solo episode today, and just a, a few minutes talking about living with the crazy. <laughs> you know, a lot of people are, are trying to figure out what 2021 is going to look like. And in America, especially, we're wondering uh, about the new president. What's it going to be like without a certain someone's name on the front page of the newspaper all the time, hopefully. And, you know, spiritual practices don't happen in a vacuum that, you know, this political environment and media environment all around us, you know, it, it fills our minds, it shapes us, it, it impacts us. And that's, that's, you know, part of the, the premise of reconnect is that, uh, these digital tools that we use all the time are, are formative. And so I want to look ahead a little bit, you know, next week I'm planning an episode, hopefully unless something else crazier happens, I'm planning an episode next week to talk about, you know, just reflecting on the past year and, and what that means for the new year. But, you know, the thing I've been thinking about lately a, a lot is about the state of our world and you know, whether we have to learn to live with the crazy, you know, if the crazy of the past four years, because uh, for a lot of us, it felt like it's just been a crazy roller coaster ride, um, complete now with this kind of reality bending alternate reality, uh, you know, where there's this massive fraud in an election being alleged and, um, all of the state officials of either party are saying that's absolutely not the case, that it was a very safe and fair election. And so, you know, is this going to be our new normal or are we, are we kind of spiking now with our kind of crazy and are things going to return to, to normal? And then, you know, that kind of prompts the other question is, can our spiritual practices keep up with the crazy? Can we exist in this, you know, divided uh, fear-based, uh, click revenue-based, uh, media environment and political environment and, you know, stay aware, but also stay grounded in our spiritual practices. So what I want to talk about today is, you know, how we can keep up with the crazy, how we can, you know, still thrive, even if the crazy is with us. Uh, there, there's, a decent chance that the crazy is going to stay with us. Uh, there, there's a podcast called Battleground that has uh, a, a you know two former uh, political campaign directors. It's a Democrat and a Republican, and they they talk together about the news of the day. And one of the things that they they discussed was uh, well, they had a, a guest on. Her name's uh, Rachel. I, I think it's Bite Coffer, um, but she writes a lot about. Uh, negative partisanship. It's a little bit uh, controversial uh, in, in some circles, but I mean, it basically, it isn't too radical in saying that, you know, negative stuff, uh, you know, mostly fear-driven stuff drives people to vote. And that's what determines the outcome of elections a lot of time. It isn't necessarily about the swing voters that they, they can impact an election, but the bigger thing is fear. Fear gets people motivated to vote. Uh, and that's what we've seen, right? I mean, you know, and let's let's be realistic. That may be 
our new normal for the time being, uh, especially because social media is so good at delivering fear and outrage and, and uh, you know, getting people worked up and, and so, and, and, and reacting to things. The follow-up question to that is then, you know, how, how can we cut through that noise, right? How do we cut through the noise of social media, uh, the, the partisanship, you know, that we, we face each day? Uh, how do we take in the news and, and still kind of avoid uh, the noise, avoid the fear, you know, and, and honestly, there are things to be afraid of. I think climate change is something that we, we should be very concerned and motivated about. And, you know, call me, <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is like just a, you know, me being a pro-life evangelical who cares about the environment. Like, you know, I, um, I know people think that I'm, some people think that I'm kind of this radical person, but I, I don't think I've changed a whole lot in thinking that we should care for God's creation. And so, um, yeah, there are things to be worried about. There are things that we should, that should motivate us to act. I think that's a big thing to think about in our elections. Will this person take steps to protect our earth so we can live on it and grow food <laughs> and we have you know, places to live and we have weather that's sustainable. Um, but, you know, social media is this perfect medium for delivering negativity and fear, you know, and just living in Kentucky, right? Um, I live in Western Kentucky, which is super duper conservative. And, you know, all of the stuff that I saw for local, state, national elections, um, you wouldn't know about really any of the issues that impact people because all of the, at least all the conservative candidates, you know, whether it was local or whether it was like Mitch McConnell, um, they're sending out stuff about, uh, you know, how they're pro-police and that, you know, if Democrats are elected, there's going to be chaos and anarchy on our streets. Uh, they're, they're pro-guns. So it's pictures of them, you know, at the shooting range, or it's just saying that they're going to protect your second amendment rights. Um, and they're, they're pro-faith. And the most hilarious thing is a, a card from Mitch McConnell that basically said like all the stuff that he is like, he wouldn't do, right? Like it was, it, he, didn't, he didn't really tout any accomplishments because he blocked a ton of bills, but uh, all of his cards were all about all the things that he, like he wouldn't do, like he wouldn't stop you from reading your Bible. He wouldn't stop, he wouldn't take away your gun, you know, like, um, but those, those, that messaging, I mean, when I, re I received those cards in the mail and I see the ads, you know, online popping up, um, there is a fear-based element to that. And, and as you get that into the social media engine, uh, that can, that can drive it, you know, and, and there's no policy nuance. There's nothing, you know, spelled out really. It's all just fear-based and reactive and, and social media can pump that fear up. And, um, you know, the New York times found that Facebook even figured out ways to tone down some of the, 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 uh, the partisan, uh, deceptive news on their site and misinformation. They figured out ways to, to steer people toward reliable information, but then user engagement dropped on Facebook. So they stopped doing it. So it's kind of like the good news, bad news. The good news is they know how to do it. The bad news is they won't do it, uh, at least for now. So that's Facebook. Facebook is, is evil. Um, here are a few things that I'm trying out, you know, so just a few ideas. Uh, as, as I think about, you know, if, if the crazy is with us, if we're going to have the crazy, uh, 
I'm going to, I'm trying to get my news away from social media. Um, I've, I've really been trying to read my news on websites. Uh, I even bought a subscription to a newspaper so I can, you know, read the news away from my computer. So I don't have any way to engage on social media. I can just, you know, read the news like the, like the old days, <laughs> but on my phone. <laughs> um, so that's one thing just to get away from the, the reactive, uh, social media based, uh, version of the, of the news and also to, uh, pay for my news. So I'm not besieged by like ads and kind of the clickbait headlines that are sometimes, you know, that sometimes can be kind of prevalent on, on sites like CNN, even if it's reliable information there, there definitely is an incentive to, uh, drive the, the advertising revenue. Um, the other thing I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to be intentional about is that my spiritual practices come before, uh, reading the news or social media that, you know, I, I've, I grew up, uh, you know, reading the paper every morning, uh, as a kid, but especially the sports page, let's be honest here. I'm not going to like, you know, pump myself up as some, you know, civic engagement, uh, master here, but you know, the, the spiritual stuff is the foundation that comes first and that kind of sets the tone for the day. So, uh, you know, making sure that that's the, the spiritual foundations in place first, and then the news and, and, you know, the social media stuff that kind of gets fills in the edges later in the day. Uh, and then the last thing is that I'm just, I'm reading with caution. I, I'm weighing analysis, uh, without trying to get too worked up one way or the other about stuff. Uh, because at the end of the day, I mean, you know, these stories are perspectives, even if they're, they're, you know, honest and, and well-researched, you know, people have different opinions. And so I am, I am trying not to get too driven by one idea or another. I'm trying to remember that, you know, there's a lot of things that I'm not an expert in and, you know, so my analysis is it reliable <laughs> compared to people who have spent their lives studying something? So I'm, I'm trying to be slow to react. And, and yeah, I mean, I think that's a, a, a biblical idea of being slow to anger, right? I think this is a time to be, to be especially mindful of that, uh, to, to start the day with the foundation of, of your spiritual practices and then to, uh, to train yourself to respond slowly to things, to, to be aware of how you feel about things when you when you hear a news story on the radio or when you read something um, in the news or when you see you know a headline on social media, to remember that you know there's there's complexity in our world and and that um, driving engagement and driving you know people to take action relies a lot on demolishing that complexity and going with the easy out, the easy answer, the, the easy source of fear, the thing that will agitate you, the thing that will prompt you to act. Uh, that's the stuff that gets noticed. That's the stuff that gets reactions from people. And so paying attention to that, to those feelings, paying attention to those reactions that can help us, you know, slow down how we, how we think and react to all the content that surrounds us every day. Um, I, I hope and pray that we get less crazy. I hope and pray that, you know, we can talk more about ideas and more about what will actually help people, what will save our planet, 
so that we can live and thrive on it and care for God's creation. Um, that's all the stuff I, you know, I hope and pray for, but we also have to be ready. We have to be prepared for more of the crazy and because people, people make money from the crazy, unfortunately. And these are the times we live in. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next week.